It's the real This is Sharon Shabazz, and you're listening to the RealHipHop.com podcast. In this episode, I talk to Massachusetts MC, Lu Chin Chin. Lu Chin Chin recently released an 8-track EP titled, Wait. The project is a grimy release, reminiscent of mid-90s East Coast hip-hop. On this show, I talk to Lu Chin Chin about his sonic evolution, why he believes underground hip-hop is predictable, and his new EP, Wait. So why'd you call the new EP Wait? There's a lot of reasons. Um, there's eight MCs on it. Um, I feel like this was Wait to the LP comes out. My next album is going to be called House Money 2. For anybody that's familiar, I had an album House Money in 2018, so I'm making a part two this year coming, 2024. So wait is just like a holdover, but it's actually catching some um, little traction. So it's doing more than I expected, you know. So that's what it is, basically. Eight MCs, wait for the next album. I got, um, it's we aight. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot, of, a lot of different reasons for it, but I feel like it's more like wait to the album. So are these new songs or songs you like had in the stash? Nah, these these are mostly new. Um, there's there's one on there that was I think I made it for an album with my group lads. We were doing it for that, but the fourth dude never showed it up, and uh, he was going through his shit. So basically, we just got this other dude, Tone Shop, who murdered it. Um, my boy Awful P's on there. He passed away. God bless. You know, rest in peace. But. Tone Chop is his right hand, so I figured who better to, to fill that void than P's man, you know what I mean? So that's what that is. I don't know if you're familiar with Awful P, but you got to check his catalog. He's nice. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Awful P is on the song Concrete. Yes. Along with Tone Chop. Um, yes, sir. What are some of your favorite memories of Awful P? This is me pissed off and distracted. Don't wanna see me focused on the kid holding your ass. The sight of blood I get off on and I rag shit. Jurassic, stretch dudes out, Mr. Fantastic. Plus I make that work stretch like elastic. You rapping good work, it's worth less. Hit the trash bin. Welcome to my house of pain. Tracks is everlasting. I ain't even record everything I had from my last night. Bad influence, I shouldn't have kids. My BM said don't come in. My daughter was in accident. Whoops, still I love her like I had her on purpose. Recipe for baby JD and some Adderall. Her tracks are all murder. Toe tag, y'all curves. Rapid killing spree, traffic packing up with hers. Back to trapping with the crack I write. Spit like automatic. Catch you in the afterlife. And yo, it's struggle, it's pain. No pause, real life shit. But watch your fucking brain. And yo, it's anguish, it's conflict, concrete hell, yo, we living in its monsters. And yo, it's dirty, it's gritty, 7.30 with the burning cockpits, let's get busy. 
Ayo, it's murder, it's death Like the checks up the checks I'm in the pocket with the tip-hop shit Popping and locking with a B-girl bitch Beating a box like this She made the music with her mouth down south She learned a trick or two Put a straw to a golf ball But how she fit it through Listen, this is what you've been missing So pay attention I'm Jim Henson Y'all Muppets popping your head Spinning off of your shoulders Ripping off of Jehovah's staff I witnessed that shit Ball head Smooth as the golden child You say I'm nice But hate that I spit with an older style But you a biting ass Wait, Rider, you like the poster child Put you on the telephone pole to help you find yourself Them little jabs you throwing ain't potent They just a cry for help Trying to start shit but your motor's missing The timing belt to slaughter kings and tie wardrobes Mid out of lines, pelts fly with hell's wind Hang gliding until I spy the devil Time is money, mine's a Rolex with a designer Awful P was just a wild dude I actually only met him in person one time um, We met up, he was doing a job for this uh, this job he was doing it was like a cleanup job, and he was right nearby where I'm at. So I went and met up with him at this Mexican spot, had a couple of drinks. But we were already working on music for like a year at that point. But, um, yeah, he was a wild dude. Me and him would chat every day. He got locked up. We were still video chatting. They have that now, I guess. So <laughs> we, we took advantage of that. He was writing his rhymes in jail, trying to keep him motivated. Um, but, you know, he's he's just a wild dude. But he's a, he was a good dude. You know, in the heart, and I think a lot of people might have missed that, but a lot of people that know him understand he was a really a funny dude, too. Like, he was real, he had a real funny sense of humor, man. We had an album that we were about to j start working on called The Other Guys, based on the movie with Will Farrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if you saw that, but we were going to make an album, like, kind of funny type of album, just having fun with it based on that movie. But, yeah, Awful P was a real good dude, and he's a beast of a lyricist. He was, a, he was just something else, man. He could just rap for 50 years straight. You know what I mean? He could, he could write a rhyme in like two, five minutes and he's done with it. He's better than everyone else has taken two hours, you know? So he just was a natural. How did he pass? Uh, he's, he was going through a lot of things and, um, you know, he, he passed unexpectedly. He was, uh, you know, probably doing some things he shouldn't have been doing. And, you know, it's not really something I want to get too, in depth with but yeah it's it definitely was um uh, i mean it's always unexpected i guess but actually tone chop is the one that called me to let me know and it was that was a rough day i was at my job and he told me that and that, that definitely messed up the vibe of that day just start off but i mean i'm just trying to carry on the, um the legacy for him i, I shout him out on a lot of my joints and I, I you know still got features from him like crazy on my my computer that i'm going to be using so i'm going to carry the torch for my guy that's dope, man. Um, Tone Chop produced yeah. the song Ain't the Same. Yes, sir. And on that song, you say sick of the trash underground, highly predictable. <laughs> we know yeah. Griselda is kind of the wave that so many people are copying. But what do you think is missing right now in the underground? Not the same anymore. It's different now. It's not just happening over there. It's not just happening over there. It's happening here. It's happening everywhere. I'm not just gonna stand around let that happen. Rest in peace, off Smoke clears the room I'm sipping. I just finished off a bottle of Cabernet Caviar, sitting in a saucer. 
Feeling extra classy, classic sound, no clash with me Flashback to 96 when we still had Biggie I flipped the quarters and hash, but we ain't half sticky It was brick weed littered with sticks and seeds, you with me? Nautical hoodies and hell figure fleeces Polo still the shit, clue tapes had the illest features Heron bones, Gucci, Lanks, Cubans, big pieces Flooded with diamond shit, let's see who got the biggest Jesus MPVs, M3s, and Benzes with the buggy eyes Baggy jeans, never rocked them butterflies Tough guys was quiet, loud mouths was getting zipped Groupie chicks on them cocaine diets was getting ripped Sniffing their soul or ain't snitching Missing on the six o'clock news, it ain't safe Shit'll never be the same It ain't the same no more, no entertainment A bunch of names, no sport, they want the payments Half-stepping, only talking about how they came AK's gripping them running lips I'm sick, 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 sick Sick of the trash underground, hotly predictable Bunch of Griselda and rock clones sounding pitiful Paint by numbers, tough guys with a ton of guns Selling more bass in their pockets, holding a hundred jumps I looked your catalog up to a couple years ago You was a weirdo before, now you a fearful Nah, you just riding away till the next one comes Hoping being a biter gets you set up with dumb fun Son and these suckers simply, your bunch of simps Slap them with the pimp hand You might recover, but you got a slim chance Kick that flim flam, confidence faker than implants Trip the fan, they put them to sleep in an instant trance Instagram chicks, tens of pictures, thirst traps in person He's looking raggedy, flabby with dirty ass All facts, rappers are lacking the talent but want the fame No balance, a bunch of parrots that cat Shit'll never be the same It ain't the same no more, no entertainment A bunch of names, no sport, they want the payments Half-stepping, only talking about how they came from AK's gripping them running lips Distracted with the Sega Zig Once again, new chin chin Chosen go, I got godly one of warriors And the odds of bulls get the deadliest bulls Let's start up the session just the individuality I mean, my stuff is kind of like a throwback sound You know what I mean? On that EP specifically So, but I feel like just You know, I got a song on there called What a Loser And I don't feel like you get that kind of vibe on a lot of albums anymore That like up-tempo, just have fun with it You know what I mean? You don't get a lot of that anymore Everybody just wants to be serious Everybody wants to be the, the hottest dude in the room Everybody wants to be selling the most birds, you know, flipping this, that, and the other thing. Like, I just feel like it's old, man. I really, I hear that stuff, and it wears out in a few minutes for me. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah, I've been hearing this for 25 years now. Like, let's find something else. <laughs> so that's basically what it is. Just, I want something new. These guys, I mean, Griselda, they had their own lane. They started their own thing. They're nice. I mean, that, that's a that's the probably the best squad out right now as far as, like, newer you know, squads, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I just feel like people need to step out and try something different. Don't, don't listen to this guy's beats and be like, oh, we got to get beats like that now. Cause Griselda or, or whoever, you know, did that rock Marciano or whoever, you know what I mean? Like do your thing, <laughs> get, get a lane. You can, you can borrow and, and sample from different people. Of course, if that's what you, that's your shit, but try to create your own lane a little bit. That's how I feel. Even the album covers. I mean, you remember the album covers with the blacked out eyes. Everybody had that for like a few years. <laughs> it's like, all right, everyone did this already. Let's let's try a new album cover now. You know, my boy Conflict, he actually produced uh, Concrete. And he, he used to say that to me all the time. Like, what's up with these album covers? You know, like it's, everybody's just following the script. But there's definitely some individuals out there that are leading the pack. And, you know, I, I respect that. Um, but yeah, man, that's all it is. And when I say trash underground, 
I don't say like they're trash as rappers. I ain't saying they're like they're trash, like they can't write and they can't make songs and make dope shit. But it's trash to me when you're just, it sounds like I listened to this other dude's album and you just remade it. You know, same words, same everything. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's how I see it. It's definitely been that way for a long time, though. I feel like yeah. if you go back to NWA, they were there was nothing like them. Like you know, you, you can tell they they took from Schoolie D, they took from Ice T, but they yeah. had their own thing. But yeah, after they them, were, they yeah. had a lot of clones. Facts. And you kind of it's it's been a copycat thing since that era. I think. I think so. I mean, NWA mixed in with the craziness and the don't bite it's and all this other stuff they had lessons in there too if you really listen i mean everything wasn't negative they had some comedy in there like they did a lot of different things mixed in but people really rolled with the gangsta um aspect of it you know and act like that's all they had to offer and that's not true at all but i mean it's the same thing with someone like mob deep mob deep they were all about that grimy life right on the music but you should spread love, not war. I mean, he said he, that whole song is based on what they're trying to tell you on every album. That that song is that, them in a nutshell. Like, you don't want to get into this life, you know? Spread love. That's that's kind of how I feel about Tupac. Like, people gravitate more towards his downfall, like his negative yeah. last year of his life than the positive previous four years of his career. Like, he was dropping gems from 91 to 95. And then he got with Death Row and it it changed. But yes. why don't they gravitate towards the positive Pac? <laughs> like he did Dear Mama. He did Brenda's Got a Baby. He did Soldier Story. Violence. So many great songs. Yeah. Nah, I mean, that guy, he was all about the, the positivity and uplifting. And that, but that's what people like. That's what sells. You know, that's why the most violent movies are the ones everybody wants to watch. It's the same, same thing. You know, everybody, for some reason, gravitates to a negativity. Like, they want to see that train crash. You know? They want to see that that bus flip over. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's yeah, weird. it is crazy. <laughs> so, how was doing this project different from doing a concept album, like, in a meeting? Um, well, the, the NA meeting took me a long time as far as, you know, getting exactly how I wanted it, you know, as far as like the narration in between and the beats, the right ones with the right features on the right beats. And that was a really, that took me a while. I mean, that took me, I started that album off and a meeting only meant North America because it was me and conflict who's in Canada. So it was an a meeting. And then I said the name and I'm like, Oh, that's a good name for, you know, I, sh I should do a concept down on addiction. Cause I know so many people that have fallen victim to it or are dealing with it right now. So I thought that would be a great way to do it. And uh, that's how we did it. But that was more really planned and strategized and thought out where this album, I got to get back to the kind of what I did. I don't know if you ever heard my previous EP. I did called uh, Lou Turns with DJ Turns. But um, that, I wanted to keep it uplifting, like a soulful sound and keep it like positive vibes throughout the whole thing. And that's what I did. But it was just like selecting the right beats that mix together and, and get the right vibes on, on the from the features, I had Grant Poobar and Sadat on one of them, Quest the Mad Lad on another one. So just get the right people, too, and get the right vibes, the right lyrics. And that's kind of what I did on this one. I, I had a few beats that seemed to go well together, and I just kind of compiled them and, and made, it, made it happen. And I didn't want to go over eight, though, because then we're getting into album terror, so I probably would have ended up with 15 if I went over eight. <laughs> so I'm, I'm from the album generation, you know? So, yeah. yeah. 
it was just more loose on this one. That's all. It was more loose working on this album. I got to just get into the 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 shit talking bag back again. You know, not not thinking about. I got to you know, this is the part of the storyline. I got to say this, like I name it. This is just. I'm just gonna get get my shit off on this one. So that's that's basically what it was. Okay, you've been doing this a long time, and your sound has evolved. How would you describe the evolution? Of Lu Chin Chin. Uh, it's funny that you say that. I got this shirt on right here. This is Enemy. This was my original team right here, Enemy Records, that we started in 97. I don't know if you, that's what the whole first joint is about. Wait is over. That's what it's about. But Enemy Records, we were deep. It was like 20 of us. And my sound at that time, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Nas fan. You know, what he's doing right now is crazy, but that's a whole nother story. But, um, I guess I started off writing and it was kind of like, I just want to be crazy lyrical. Like most dudes get, you know, I just want to say, you know, crazy multis and, and double meanings and metaphors and whatever. And I think I slowly evolved to, I'm like, I want to make catchy music, but I still want to stay with the lyrics like that, are, that are killing them like that. And now I'm at the point where I just want to make a dope song and say what I got to say. And, you know, I'm not really worried about if things are complex enough or whatever. I just want to make songs that sound good and, and, and speak to me. And hopefully other people hear that same, you know, that same vibe that I'm trying to give them. What's the meaning behind the name, Lu Chin Chin? <laughs> so I know, you know, special ed is obviously, especially right now, he has that controversy going on with NWA, <laughs> actually. Uh, but special ed had a song called The Mission. And, you know, it's a story rhyme, whatever. And the guy was that was trying to steal his rhymes was Lu Chin Chen. So. I was making mixtapes in high school and I would call them Luchin Chen's Revenge because I'm taking other people's rhymes and selling tapes. So I called the tapes Luchin Chen's Revenge. And it was like when I started making music was like a few years later and I wasn't even planning on it. I was just, you know, doing whatever at that time. I mean, I've been a hip hop fanatic since I was like, you know, probably five, six years old. I used to be in front of my brother's door listening. And, you know, when he would leave, I had to check out his records and went, before I left the room, I had to get him exactly how they were because he would notice if I moved one. But I was a student always. And um, so when I started making music, I was like, I really, I didn't really have like a name that I went by. People would call me, you know, Lu Chin Chen and stuff like that sometimes just because of the tape. But it was more like they just fucking around, you know. I had other little names that people would say or whatever, but it was nothing serious. And the dude that was making the beats, Mr. Diligence, was like, what are you going to go by for this? And I didn't even really know. And he's like, just go by Luchin Chen. It's already what people are saying anyway. I don't want to put it. I didn't want to put it as my name because he's stealing rhymes. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't make sense like that, but it is what it is. My real name is Lucas. So the L-U makes sense anyway. L-U-C. So. Have you ever met Special Ed? I have not. But I actually, I spoke to him on Twitter. Um, he, saw, he saw my comment and he saw my name. So he followed me. And I hit him up and I was like, you know, good looking on the follow. Um, what about, what about doing a mission part two? And he was down, but you know, he, especially, you know, he wanted his money. He wanted what he's worth. And at that time I just didn't have it, but, um, but he was down for it. He thought it was a good idea. Like we were going to have like a battle conversation kind of, you know, talk about what happened in the first one and, and what it really is and try to like reconcile kind of, you know, <laughs> make another story of it. But I never met him or nothing like that. But yeah, that was um, that was something I actually spoke to him about, but it never happened, unfortunately. That would have been dope, though. Definitely, man. Definitely. 
um, you're a producer as well, but it's it seems like you've kind of taken a back seat to making beats lately. Is is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I was more into like composing beats and getting more of like a it was more of a digital sound. And I like I love that stuff. And it was me and my guy Mark Downey. He does all my mixing and mastering. He's really an audiophile crazy uh, engineer, and uh, he does all my albums mixing and mastering. But me and him would do it together. He was the he's a keyboardist by trade. You know, he's in bands and stuff like that. And he's not really even a hip hop person. He's more like an '80s new wave guy. You know, he's a little older than I am. And uh, but we clicked as far as making the music. And we trying to do like a, a different sound, like a like a boom bap meets new wave or something but it just didn't really work out i made a few beats on uh house money i got two beats but basically i don't know if you ever heard a song called by paula that i did but i made the beat on that but that was just simple you know break beat i played some pad sounds on and a couple different instruments on the keyboard and you know bass the bass line and stuff like that but it just takes a lot of time to do beats and i got more to say than i got to for the music and i know too many people that are dope with beats so i'm like all right my beats are cool but I know so many animals that that's their specialty. Why am I going to bother wasting my time with it? I'm going to let that guy that shines with the beats. And every now and then, maybe I'll, I'll flip on myself when I feel like it. That's just how I got. But, yeah. Okay. You mentioned the song, The Wait Is Over, where you talk about your career. And you mentioned in the song how you took a break from music to focus on family. Yeah. What brought you back to music? Just made all the beats Wolfgang Wise, Jimmy Gats, and Underworld Chiefs So much talent, competition within the camp Still sharpening steel TRP was the brand differences Led to me doing my own thing Moved from Linda Springfield Made Chet Entertainment, produced the whole thing Then I finished Chess Sense 12 tennis, me and Marquee Revolution, something different New wave me street Computer crash, lost the whole album was shamming me Took a break for music, had lyric focused on family Can it be the time to fall back and write a new chapter Right after this break, then I'ma pick it back up Yeah, the wait is over, the wait is over Whether you're sober, sipping or smoking, throw them up The wait is over, the wait is over Safe to say that I'm in control, the whole world loving the flow, yeah Wait, wait, wait It's just, it's something that I've always had in my, in my DNA. Like, it's just, I miss doing it. And it was like, I needed a, I, I had a couple spots that I would go to to record this dude, Amen from Hell's Wind. He actually made the beat for, um, uh, It's Our Turn uh, for the Weight EP. And uh, he had a, a studio spot right there where I live. So I started to go there, but, you know, his availability wasn't linking up with what I could do. So my man Strike finally told me, you know, you need to just get a home studio, keep doing it. You can't just give up, you know, because you can't get it done when you need to. So my guy, Mark, that I told you, my engineer, he he put me on because he's he's the guy that spends nine hours at a guitar center testing out gear. 
So he told me, get this, not this, because this costs more, but this sounds just as good. Da -da -da -da. So I started my home studio that way. And then it just got me right back into it because you can do it whenever you want. And home studio was key to me keeping on moving because I don't even know if I would have, you know, came out with these, especially this many albums. I mean, I, I put out five solo joints since 2018 and I definitely wasn't pushing out shit like that before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was key. So big up, you know, to strike for for getting me uh, motivated to do that. Your music has uh, a lot of big features. How difficult is it to um, pay for these features and and coordinate with all, all these different guys? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's difficult. I mean, there's some people that are responsive and some aren't. You know, and uh, I don't want to be that guy that's just known for getting features all the time either, you know, but it worked for that album. And I like to have maybe one or two on, on different projects, but I don't want anyone to think I'm crutching on on features, you know, like trying to hold up on that. But I mean, I just reach out to people and I try to link with different people through different people. And Craig G was a big help. Craig G is, is the dude, man. I did a video for the joint with him off NA meeting and he was cool as hell in person, but he linked me up with Mr. Cheeks. That's his family. He linked me up with Tash from the Licks. So, I mean, it's just network. <laughs> network with people. That's all. But Craig is Craig is a beast, and I feel like he don't get he don't get the the props he deserves. But um, you know, he's he's a legend. <laughs> and he's just a cool guy. Down to earth, humble dude. Funny, funny as hell, too. Funny dude to to just sit there and conversate with. Yeah, really good dude. Really yeah. good dude. And he is slept on like when you think Super. about we first heard him in 88 that's a fact and, <laughs> and he killed it and he's still making dope music um definitely yeah, slept. yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely man, he can rock shows like crazy so i mean he's he's just something else but he was just he was super helpful with this whole that whole process with that um elder sensei is another one Elvis mad cool and he you know, he linked me up with Sadat when they were working on the XL, and then Sadat linked me up with Poobah. So it's, it's all, you know, all networking, all good people, basically. If, you're good, if it's good people, then they see good people trying to do good things, and that's usually how it works. So, all right, man, last question. Who is the weight EP made for? Who is it made for? I mean, I feel like it's, it's made pe for people that miss that aggressive yet I gotta describe this aggressive yet still having fun with it you know what I mean that sound that boom bap that you just want to knock when you're driving you know it's not too slow everything seems to be 70 BPMs these days I'm trying to do stuff a little bit faster than that if not a lot faster than that you know like that's what's for us but people that missed that era I guess I mean I feel like when you put that that EP on and no one told you when it came out if you never heard it you might believe it came out back in the day and that's that's kind of the the vibe i'm going for because my generation i know we miss that stuff you know you hear people that got you know touches of it in their music and, and a lot some of them they have a lot in it and there's you know there's some dope mcs out there that are still killing it in that style but you know you just got to keep that alive i feel like that's the the essence and you know that's that's what i prefer to listen to so that's who it's for you know anybody like me Maybe from my era or someone from that craves that era that didn't get to live through it. I want you to hear it and live through it 
through that, you know what I mean? Through your experience of listening, listen to the old stuff. And then if you want to continue on, you know, I might have something for you. Uh, all right. Lu Chin Chin. Thank you for joining the real hip hop.com podcast. Salute my dude. Thank you for, for reaching out to me. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. The real hip hop MC and DJ from your own mind, you know. I, I just right now we should start the show.